Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Your news, live and local. This is WCBS News Radio 880 and Odyssey Station. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Broadway returns tonight. When it comes to driving our economy, the theater is king. The curtain rises on Broadway. Hamilton, The Lion King, and Wicked among the musicals returning tonight. I'm Marla Diamond in Times Square. The arts are back as well as some pent-up panache. Celebrities turned heads on the steps of New York City's Metropolitan Museum of Art for last night's Met Gala. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Weeks after Ida, the death toll rises, but we're learning eight people were saved on Route 22 by a UPS truck driver turned hero. Joe Connolly will have advice from Barbara Corcoran of Shark Tank on how companies can treat employees better. We'll dip into our news radio archives for New York's memorable presidential visit days after 9-11, and we'll hear an old drinking song that became a national anthem. It's Tuesday, September 14th. WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Good morning, I'm Kevin Rincone. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. Today, Broadway will finally open at full capacity, but the pandemic has not taken its final curtain yet. Our Marla Diamond is here with the latest milestone in New York's staggered pandemic progress. Marla? And Kevin Wayne, it is opening night for Broadway with big name shows like The Lion King, Hamilton, Wicked and Chicago welcoming back audiences after going dark a year and a half ago. But when the September 14th reopening date was announced by the governor in May, then Governor Cuomo, it seemed as if the pandemic would be winding down. But with the Delta variant surging, it could be a shaky start. Tourism is down. Some businesses in the area have decided not to bring workers back. Another big unknown, will people want to sit in a crowded theater? Broadway is a huge economic engine for the city and a provider of thousands of jobs. Its return is more than symbolic. It's essential for those actors, musicians, stagehands and others essential to a large-scale production. If all goes as planned, by the end of the year, 39 shows will have begun runs on Broadway. Kevin, Wayne? So, Marla, I got the little uh, vaccine proof of uh, you know vaccination card. Uh, do you have to have the app? What will they accept as proof of vaccination? 
they will accept that card or a photo of your card. New York's Excelsior app or the city's vaccination app. Broadway, by the way, is included in the city's key to NYC mandate. The same for restaurants and gyms. Children under 12 can attend Broadway shows, but they will need to show a negative COVID test. All audience members will need to wear masks throughout the performance unless they are eating or drinking. That's our Marla Diamond for us this morning. Two weeks after Ida, Governor Murphy has an update about the cost in terms of human lives. Sadly, the death toll is now officially up to 30. Uh, So please keep each and every one of these blessed souls and their families in your prayers and thoughts. The victim's name not released. The governor's office says the person was not one of the missing women from Woodland uh, Woodland Park, 56-year-old Donna Lamagro, she was on the verge of being rescued when she was swept into the floodwaters in Passaic. Yesterday, an NJ Transit train rider, a rider spotted what appeared to be a body in the Passaic River as the train pulled into Newark Penn Station. He alerted 911. State police divers pulled the body out. It's unclear if the death is related to the floodwaters that swept through two weeks ago. And police are crediting a brave delivery driver who used his UPS truck to save eight stranded drivers in New Jersey on Route 22, even as his own truck got stuck in Boundbrook. Nick Durla saw cars with water up to the doors, saw one car with a woman standing on top, frantically yelling for help. As Route 22 became a fast-moving river, he pulled her to safety in the back of his truck, did the same thing then for seven other stranded drivers, pulling them through their car windows. All stayed in the back of his UPS truck until the water rose up to their ankles in that truck, at which point they had to leave. They linked their arms and waded over to dry land. Nick Durla is only three months on the job, says he did what needed to be done and doesn't want to think about what might have happened if he hadn't. Well, there is flooding being reported inside Rikers Island. Toilets overflowing, inmates crammed in cells, 25 in a room with no masks. A third of the Rikers staff has been calling out sick. Here's State Senator Jessica Ramos. Shame on us! Shame on us! Shame on all of us who are elected officials in New York! A 10th detainee was recently found dead, and there are reports of increased violence against staff. As lawmakers toured the deteriorating conditions, Assemblywoman Jessica Gonzalez-Rojas said she witnessed an attempted suicide. Lawmakers joined the Correction Officers Union in blaming the mayor for, as they see it, turning his back on Rikers, which he plans to close in five years. They're urging Governor Kathy Hochul to sign the Less is More Act that would not jail parolees for technical violations like missing curfew or failing a drug and alcohol test. Well, there are four uh, outfits in particular making note of the Medgala last night, and we will hear about them straight ahead. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Let's go to the WCBS Weather Center now. Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen is here. Welcome back, Craig. Hi there. We've got some showers this morning again, too, and uh, showers and thunderstorms last night. They're gone, but another round of showers right now through portions of Dutchess County comes down through Fairfield County, Connecticut, and maybe a sprinkle or two over parts of the city in Long Island, but most of the showers are north of us for the morning. And then the afternoon, a mix of clouds and sun and highs up around 80 degrees today, still somewhat muggy, partly cloudy, humid, 60 Six for the suburbs tonight and 72 in the city. Wednesday, tomorrow, partly sunny, very warm and humid. We'll get through most of the day without too much to worry about. It's just 
uncomfortable. It's 84 to 88. But late day and even more likely Wednesday night, some showers or thunderstorms return, and we will have them off and on around the region on Thursday as well. The city is mostly cloudy right now, 69 degrees, humidity 90%. You can still feel all that moisture from last night's rain, and uh, today's high will be near 80. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Stock futures flat to up this morning. Joe Connolly is here with advice from Barbara Corcoran of Shark Tank about how companies can treat employees better. Joe? Yeah, Kevin, here's Barbara on how companies struggling to find employees can find them. The creative people are thinking of lures, creative lures, whether it be additional pay, which is not that common, frankly, from what I could see. I think it's overplayed in the media as to how much more businesses are willing to pay. But they are helping to pay for education, for night courses, and more important than that, they're giving flexibility to workers. Barbara Corcoran says employees have been spoiled by the flexibility and work schedules they've had during covid They now believe that they need to be at home more often for multiple reasons. And McKinsey Consulting tells companies more employees than they realize are thinking of leaving for a different job because employees have more options than usual now. Joe, a lot of people got dressed up in very creative ways for last night's Met Gala. So many people, so we're going to have to narrow it down to four here with Deborah Rodriguez. Kim Kardashian took inspiration from her ex, Kanye West, in a black bodysuit with pantaleggings, built-in boots, and a black mask that covered her entire head. Frank Ocean carried a lime green robot baby to match his green hair. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wore a gown with the words, Tax the Rich, splashed on the back. Lil Nas X wore three layers of gold, beginning with a giant cape. He stripped down to armor and finally a see-through jumpsuit. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. It is the Morning News Roundup on Tuesday. I am Wayne Cabot. And I'm Kevin Rincon. Here are three things to know. One, Russian President Vladimir Putin going into self-isolation because of COVID cases in his inner circle. Apple introducing today its newest iPhone 13, bigger battery, lasts longer, a camera that's diagonal, and one terabyte of storage. Bourbon distillers are on strike at Heaven Hill in Kentucky, maker of Evan Williams, one of the world's top-selling whiskeys. And now from our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, the 14th of September. 2001, three days after the attack, President Bush flew to New York and stepped into the ruins of the World Trade Center. This nation stands with the good people of New York City and New Jersey and Connecticut. He grabbed a bullhorn to talk to rescue workers, but his prepared speech would soon make an interesting turn. I can hear you! Hours earlier, President Bush declared a national emergency and summoned as many as 50,000 military reservists. Congress gave him war powers. And on this same day was born the country's anthem. The words etched in our brains are real. Literally, as bombs were bursting in air, 2,000 shells under the red glare of 800 rockets fired by a British warship in Baltimore Harbor, Francis Scott Key put pen to paper. 
because on this date in 1814, Britain intended to pound the new nation into submission. Above Fort McHenry, a giant American flag flew, twice the size of the ones you see now at car dealerships, and after a punishing 24-hour bombardment, in the dawn's early light, the flag was still there. His poem became a song when, ironically, the music of a British composer was added. And that composer took it from an 18th century drinking song. It would take another 115 years for Congress to make this our national anthem. This is September 14th. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.